Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, it's Friday, January 5th It's Jobs Day It is Jobs Day uh, It is also a day where Friday, so, eh, got the time off. Uh, your boy is not a man. Your boy has no brave heart. Uh, there, you know, if there were, a, like, a, a superhero movie, I would be the guy getting killed probably in the first five minutes. Um, I got out of SQQQ. I'll go into that a little bit, but I have no bravery whatsoever. There is no, uh, you know, uh, go, let's go, you know, Mel Gibson, Braveheart, that wasn't me. I, I'd be, you know, turning the other way on my horse, riding away. Um, but just so you guys are aware, uh, I am doing a paid newsletter tomorrow. Um, it will be about terms and education. I'm going to start an educational kind of section on here that will be paid. Uh, it will be part of the paid newsletter. But what I'm trying to do is put together the terms that I personally use uh, to try and help you understand what I'm saying when I'm saying it. And so I'd like you to comment if you've heard me say something other than douche, because you hear me say douche all the time. But if you hear me say something other than douche and you want an explanation, just comment either on the newsletter. You can email me any of the socials. Go on to, you know, Linktree. The link is down below, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. You can hit message me on Facebook. You can message me on uh, X, you know, Twitter, Vaz, Vase, whatever you want. Instagram, YouTube, message me anywhere. Even on the newsletter, you can just comment on the newsletter after you get it. Um, so far, I've got nine of them. I've got confirmation. Well, I've got 10 of them because there is a golden cross and golden um, and death cross. So that's the 10th one. But it's confirmation, MACD, algorithm, button hook, cross up, cross down, RSI, Bollinger Bands, Levered ETF, PE, and golden cross stuff. So uh, if you have any suggestions, let me know. Again, it's for the paid customers. So even if you're not a paid customer, if you're thinking of a paid customer and you want an explanation, my suggestion, let me know what it is. Once I write it, start a free seven-day trial and you can get the explanation for you. Um, you know, Again, I'm, I'm going to try and not just have the paid section, but I'm going to have an education se- section. So the education system se- section is going to be significantly more something that isn't time-sensitive. Uh, the paid articles over the past six months, 
while they have been educational and they've been reasons and I think they've helped everybody and we were having a good discussion on YouTube about how I'm the, the cheapest of the gurus out there per, for, uh, per se, but uh, I'll put in some, some stuff into that and we'll look at it. Uh, so that'll be good. Now back to my, uh, my, my shrinking head story where I just hang my head in shame. Uh, I sold out of SQQQ and I put it in the newsletter yesterday because I got off the podcast at about nine 30, 10 o'clock. Um, and I opened up active trader pro. Um, I was in the process of opening up Weeble to try and look at that stuff to see if there was anything that I wanted to trade. Um, I love Weeble. By the way, if you're not in Weeble, go over and sign to the link tree and sign up for Weeble. I love their app. But I was looking at Active Trader Pro, and this is what I saw. And I have the same setup on Active Trader Pro that I do on uh, on TrendSpider. You know, my moving averages are there, the Bollinger Bands are there. I saw this shrink, and, and I said, you know, I bought in at fourteen fifty. I don't want to get out where the market comes rebounding back. I said this on on YouTube and I'll say it here. I do think when this market comes back, we have one of those Tom Lee face ripping rallies in in the short term where it just bounces back, you know, 2-3% in the other direction. I didn't want a triple leverage short ETF in my portfolio for that time. So I wound up getting out. Um that is why, and if we look at that SQQQ, if I go over here, we can see we've, we still don't have confirmation on QQQ. Uh, we still don't have on, in the algorithm a reason to buy QQQ. There, there is no you know, support there. And here's SQQQ. This is mo- one of my points. When you look at a five-minute chart, like this Active Trader Pro is, that's a five-minute, each candle's a five-minute candle. And you go back to the four-hour. Understand I was scared, A, I I knew, and I said this on the podcast yesterday, I didn't want to hold over the weekend. I don't like, it's hard for a bull like me, a, a, you know, 30-year bull uh, who always looks at the upside to all of a sudden turn into a bear. And so uh, short levered ETFs are a way for me to short the market, to be able to do it. It does concern me when I hold these. I lose sleep, so I tend not to be that guy to hold these. The upside, um, you know, if I was buying TQQQ, I could hold that for a month, and I've held that for a month before and not worried about it. It's the short side that scares me. So understand, that's the psychology that most people deal with is the scariness. Uh, I tend to be much more scared on the short side than I do on the long side. Just kind of my thing. I know that I am. But I hold no bravery in my heart whatsoever. So I sold out yesterday. Understand you still have confirmation. You are still up today. You opened up just right now. It's at 9.30. We opened up at 14.84. I sold out at about 14.57 or so. Uh, and I bought in at 14.50. Um, I sold at, at the low point yesterday. But I got a profit. So at that point, I'm okay. And yeah, I was in for seven, ten thousand dollars $10,000. So it wasn't any, I, I bought lunch. I think I made like 50 bucks, something like that, 20 to $50. It wasn't much at all. Um, we got our December jobs number this morning. Um, uh, here's the biggest movers, by the way. This is an article that I found on, uh, on Seeking Alpha. But uh, we're going to look at this article. This is the jobs number. Uh, the December jobs growth number unexpectedly climbs. Um, so they, they revised also uh, October and November. So when we look at this, um, because the jobs number unexpectedly climbs, jobs number was good for the economy, bad for the market. 
The rally overdid it in November and December. This is my note that I'm reading. Jobs revision means fewer rate cuts in this year. So the 10-year bond rate went up. We'll look at that in, the, right, in a little bit once I'm done reading this note. This is just unwinding. Understand that the market going down is unwinding the crazy move in December. Maybe if we had just a flat December, we wouldn't have been uh, going back. But this is unwinding exactly what we've done. 10-year uh, bond. Uh, there we go. 10-year bond yield. Uh, we're at 4.05%. Um, you can see the little tick up there. If we just look at six months, um, you can see we're ticking up. We've gone from this 3.88 up to 4%. What does that do? That brings the market down. Uh, if we get up to 4.25, you can expect the market to continue to go down. The 10 years back above 4%, it's no longer being priced. Uh, rate cuts are no longer being priced into the market. The March rate cut, I should say is no longer being priced into the market. So we've got to undo what we just did in November. And if we look at, at, at let's just look at SPY, for instance. We'll just look at SPY. Um, and we go back to where we were in uh, December, the beginning of December. That's 450. So my guess is, and this line right here that I've identified as support before, that's the first line of defense, I think. I don't think we're going. We're going. Uh, we're going to hold here at the two hundred at the fifty day. I mean, I think we're going back down to this four fifty. Is that a huge pullback? It's you know another what five six percent, another two three percent, three percent. So I think that's where we're going. Um, so that's just my guess. Again, I'm a douche on the internet. Don't listen to a douche on the internet. But that's my guess is that we've still got more downside. Am I buying back into SQQQ? Probably not. Um, I think I'm going to probably buy into a short spy. I will not do it today. I will probably look at some long moves today. Um, I, I always say this on a Friday where you have a jobs number that may pull the market down. You don't want to hold short stuff. You don't want to get into new short positions, um, short term positions. If you want to trade today, trade it on a short term, you know, scalp 1% out of an SQQQ, which I think you could do. Scalp something like a you know a boil or a KOLD, any of those triple levered ETFs. If you sign up for um, for TrendSpider, I've got this whole levered ETFs to trade, um, and we can see DRV. This is the short on the uh, real estate bear, three times bear. This is up one and a half percent today so far. Um, UVIXI is uh, down two and a half percent. That means XVIXI it's up 0.81. Eh, it's kind of you know SRTY. This is a short, you know, if you think that the Russell isn't going to go down after its greatest month in like 30 years, yeah, look at that. The algorithm got you in at 28. You're at 33 now. This is a fantastic trade on UMDD. This is just the Russell 2000. You're up 10% in what, uh, nine days? Yeah. So uh, again, you can look at these short le uh, short-term ETFs. You know, we talked about TCEL. This is the long one. Uh, this is up 1.1.24 percent today. Uh, it's you know got it has no confirmation. Has you, the, the algorithm doesn't have you in that MACD is turning down. Uh, the opposite of this is TECS. So TECS and TECL. I said, hey, I do think that TECS um, comes up and, and fills this gap up at 12. Am I buying this on a Friday? Hell no, I'm not buying this on a Friday. 
So uh, let's go back to the newsletter because I have been posting for the past two days. And this goes to kind of a, a thing. I posted for the past two days this Apple chart. And I said, if we lost the 200-day support, uh, AAPD is your play if you're worried about Apple. So let's go and look at Apple uh, and AAPD. But AAPD, just so you know, is a short of uh, Apple stock. Uh, it's a, a single levered ETF. The paid newsletters, uh, customers, customers know. I wrote in the paid newsletter, hey, uh, levered ETFs and single, uh, single stock ETFs, that's a way for you know 2024. That's probably a theme because again we're gonna be in this trading range, and I think we're going up and down. Here's Apple. Look, you got a gap here between 188 and 191. You are at some point going to fill that. At some point, I don't know when, but at some point you fill will fill that. We lost the 200 day as support. It's kind of hanging around there right now. If you're worried, AAPD is the deal. I mean, if we just look at AAPD. This stands for Apple Down, AAPD. It's a one times bear, uh, so it's not levered at all. But if you think that you know a- Apple's going down, this is a solid. I mean, look, you're up. What we'll look at uh, an updated one uh, with the algorithm. You're up. You're just hitting the 200 day, seven percent, 18 days. So Apple, you know, w- when I need to learn, and I need to learn this when I am a. Uh, when I am trimming Apple in my uh, in my uh, in my brokerage account, I may want to look at taking that money and putting it into AAPD as a short term. It's probably not a bad strategy because when you're at all time highs and you're hitting that 200 and you trim because you know the 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 stock just doesn't seem like it can break 200. Probably not a bad idea to take that ten fifteen thousand dollars that I was trimming. Put it into AAPD. Let it work for me. Uh, if it doesn't work, then I take that out of AAPD and and you know put it back in. Just make your stop losses you know kind of hold a little bit. Uh, so just remember, I said uh, inverse ETFs were a theme. Find your favorite stock. Learn from the chart. Play the long as a buy. Play the hold. You could play this against the 200 day where you just buy. There's a lot of strategies you could play around this. But understand, I do think that for 2024, as part of your strategy, you may want to look at single stocks, learn the stock chart, learn how it moves, learn how it does. I just think, you know, I've been missing the boat on this uh, AAPD thing. But right now, Apple is up. So uh, as a Seeking Alpha Premium member, just know. Uh, and I, I wrote this down. I get five free articles that I can give to people. So if you're interested in reading an article and you can't read it, reach out to me. I'm happy to gift you an article. Once I'm done with five, I'm not buying additional ones. But if you're uh, part of the, the crew that wants to read, just email me the article that you want to read. I'll gift it to you uh, so you can read it. If you're not a premium member, I do suggest you become a premium member. It is is by far the the greatest single site that I can go to for uh, fundamentals. I went over yesterday how to set an alert with SMCI. Uh, I will be doing a tool. Uh, Here, uh, this is from TrendSpider. We're going to go over a couple of charts here from TrendSpider. NASDAQ just closed its fifth red day in a row, its longest losing streak in over a year. And this is a daily chart of QQQ. And this is a much cleaner one. Remember I talk about the the MACD. You guys need, really need to Google the MACD, understand the MACD. My entire portfolio and, and my entire uh, algorithm is based on MACD. 
It is, in my opinion, the strongest indicator you can use. Become an expert at it. Understand what the oscillator means. Understand what the strike line means. Understand all of that stuff. I will put all of that in my uh, in the newsletter so you can read about it. I will include some links to some really good YouTube videos. That's how I learn is YouTube videos uh, on the MACD and things of that sort. Um, but yeah, this is looking like 390s in, in the realm of possibilities. And, and that's what they're saying. If we go over to QQQ in, the, um, in the, the algorithm, you can see, I mean, look at that that volume shelf right there. That's just since we had this death cross right here, October 13th. If I move this shelf, it's probably going to even be bigger. If I move this shelf over to November 1st, you can see the majority of people bought in here. That's going to provide us some support. And that's what this chart is saying. With the volume that they highlighted right there, that's what they're saying on the daily. So understand that that's a great chart. Uh, if we go and we look at IWM, which is the Russell 2000, I think it's the Russell 2000, uh, this same thing. I mean, the Wyckoff, you can see the resistance is there, but it means that we might be taking off. This could be, you know, again, this could be the, the, the first pullback in a leg. Like they're saying, there's a, the, the Wyckoff here, it takes off. Could be a leg. Uh, I don't understand Wyckoff. I just bring this stuff up because I see it and I'm like, ooh, that's kind of cool. Uh, you can research it if you want. Just don't trust a douche on the internet. Again, even though these charts say stuff, read into it. Understand what it means. This is fear and greed index. You can see this is when extreme greed uh, took over and people started buying. Now you've got extreme fear. And that's what this is saying. Look at this index. Understand the fear and greed index. Uh, people are just taking profits and they're scared because it's run so much. Um, coin insiders. We had four, 147 million uh, share dollars worth of shares from insiders sold over this time. The coin went down 23%. I mean, if we look at coin in the algorithm, uh, you know, crypto is on a, a, a bump here. Uh, and that's the next article we'll take a look at. But here is coin. Uh, we can see the algorithm got us out with a 97% gain, 97% gain. That is huge. Uh, the algorithm still doesn't work very well on this stock. This stock is a, a loser over a long period of time. We can look at a, uh, uh, a long-term weekly chart of this and you'll see we're well over the 50 day. The 50 day is about 82. I would expect you to pull back at least to about 112 or so, but Remember, we've got a Bitcoin ETF that's potentially coming out. There were just a couple of news stories about it this morning. I haven't really read them. Uh, just understand, wow, you're getting a bounce, it looks like, in the market too today. Uh, there's a lot of green in the market right now. But uh, this one right here is the all-time high. You're still 141% away from that. So I do think that you have a significant upside to this. Now, Kathy Wood's been selling a bunch of shares. So have the insiders. So interesting to look at. Uh, I just think that it's, um, you know, you, you want to take a look at that one for a little bit. Uh, let's see, Bitcoin. We're going to take a look at Bitcoin here. There's another chart on Bitcoin. Um, QQQ. Oh, I didn't put that one in there. Uh, I guess hmm, maybe I missed to put it, but I'll, I'll find what I want. PayPal. Uh, they got hit with their second downgrade. Uh, and, and this is an article from Seeking Alpha. Not good. Here's the other thing that I found on PayPal. This is a chart from Trendspider. That's the 200-day SMA on a daily. 
And you can see it clearly rejects. This goes back to November 2022. This goes back all the way where it started to slide. And if we look in the algorithm at PayPal, I do own PayPal. At this point, I think every purchase I have of PayPal is in the negative. Uh, we had that golden cross right here, still bullish, but it's pulled back significantly since that golden cross. In a downward trend, a golden cross just means that it got back up there. You look at this weekly, and the weekly chart is just really, really bad. It's settling in. If we pull this... Uh, this back to kind of highs to August 2021, you can see there's still a significant amount of people. The majority of people who have bought this stock since September of 2021 are still holding between 70 and 79. That gives it some good upward pressure. Now you can see the Bollinger Bands are cinching up. Where's this stock going? I don't know. Is it undervalued? No. I mean, you can see the PE 17, it's undervalued in the fact that um, Square, which is a competitor, has a forward PE of 22. I mean, they're doing significantly better. You can see the double top there, uh, but they're doing much, much better than PayPal. PayPal has had no insider stuff. I don't know what to make of it. Their earnings are coming up. Um, it looks like February 5th. That's the first earnings that the new CEO is going to be in charge of could be an interesting one. Uh, I, I think, you know, again, I'm not getting out of this one just yet, but I am thinking, you know, there's probably better places for my money. Uh, so let's take a look right here. QuantumScape. QuantumScape skyrocketed after dazzling Volkswagen battery test. This was huge. Uh, if you didn't know, QuantumScape was up like 50% yesterday. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I do have a, a, a list that I don't publish in TrendSpider. It's called Not Owned. Um, and, and I don't publish this list because it's with risky stocks that I've traded in the past. QuantumScape is in there. And so you can see on the screen, it's not owned. Now, this one jumped all the way from $7, uh, I'm sorry, $6.66 all the way up to uh, late yesterday's high was $9.53. In the afternoon, it got to $10.03. This morning, it is down 6%, just settling in, probably going to cover the gap down. Nothing more than overhyped stuff. I wish I could short this because I do think it's coming back down here to cover these gaps. Those Bollinger Bands are wide open. Do not get into this thinking, oh my God, I'm going to trade this one. I'm going to make a fortune. You're too late. You got to be into this stuff before that news happens. If we look at a weekly on this one, it's a downward trending stock. It's going to settle in probably at that $7.39. You can see any news that this gets, it pops. It just pops and, and, that, and then it comes back down. Look at the volume. Every time there's news, it just pops on volume, but it doesn't last very long. Again, this is each candle's a week. So you you've had your week, you know, then you have your red candle afterwards after the news. So it doesn't last long. It's one to keep an eye on because their technology is significant. Um, but I like that one. Quantumscape, I, I I would put it into a list that you could watch. Peloton stock. Peloton jumped just on news of TikTok. I wrote, my ad, my boomer ass needs to get on TikTok. If Peloton's partnership with Pel uh, TikTok can, can grow, the, imagine what my audience would grow. Now, here's the Peloton ratings in Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha analyst, sell. Wall Street, hold. Quant, hold. 
it, in the industry, it's ranked 14 out of 27. Um, th- this is leisure product stocks. Uh, right now, J-A-K-K is the top stock in, in that one. Peloton is one. The only reason to get into Peloton right now is not the TikTok partnership because I don't think that that's enough of a um, trajectory for this one to actually start making money. Understand they are losing money. The only reason to get into this is the potential that actually uh, Apple buys them. And if if that happens, I think it's a great buy by Apple. Uh, I have used Apple Fitness. It is horrific. Um, I think Peloton's app significantly better than Apple Fitness. I think Peloton's uh, instructors significantly better. I think their branding significantly better. I think Peloton's bike uh, could be uh, probably integrated into Apple sales significantly better. Uh, I don't think that they have a very good pricing strategy. I don't think that they have a very good uh, strategy as a whole. I think Apple could probably turn that Peloton bike into outsourcing uh, and, and making sure that, you know, Foxconn makes it, for instance, you know, get margins up. I think it would be a good deal. So the only thing that I think of Peloton is to, if you want top leisure stocks, I mean, you can see Jake's J-A-K-K. Let's look at J-A-K-K. Uh, that I, I don't even know what that is. Jack's Pacific. Look, the quantum's right. I mean, the, the, the quant from uh, Seeking Alpha is fantastic at identifying these stocks. Look at this one. I mean, this one right now at 1678, over 65 days, you're up 110%. Quant just identifies this stuff. Would I buy into this one now? I don't know. I mean, let's take a look at uh, what they say on uh, Seeking Alpha. Everyone's got it as a strong buy. Even the valuation, strong buy. Growth C plus, profitability A minus. I mean, this is just a solid, solid stock. This is from November 18th, strong buy on Seeking Alpha. Let's see where it was trading on November 18th. If we go back to November 18th, it was trading down here. uh, And you listen to this dude's stuff. It was about 28. So if, if, you know, at $28 uh, and you're looking at it now, that's a nice, what, 22%? So Seeking Alpha would pay for itself right there. Uh, I like Seeking Alpha for these types of things. Uh, Amazon snags Disney exec amid streaming push. Don't sleep on this one. Amazon, it's at 145 right now. Uh, you've had that button hook. You're out as far as the algorithm goes. The algorithm doesn't have you in, probably won't get you in anytime soon. This is an oversold stock at 28 this one, if we look at a weekly, and I know I've got the, the top labeled here. Uh, if we look at a weekly, you are still well above. Just look, there is a ton of people who have bought here between, and they're holding at 164. That is an indication that you're going to get it back to that level. Uh, Amazon is pretty expensive. Understand they are still, and, and we went over this last year. Amazon had a, a cost problem, not a um, not a demand problem. So the cost problem is huge. All they have to do is cut costs. Their PE is 75. 20% of internet um, purchases for the holidays were made on Amazon. Do you need any more indication that Amazon's going to be huge? What about their AI? If you've got an Alexa in your house, uh, you know, any, they're listening to you. You know, they know exactly what you want. Who hasn't been creeped out by Amazon? I get every time I get creeped out by Amazon, I buy the stock because there. It just means that they know exactly everything about me. 
I got I got a delivery of soap yesterday. I didn't order soap. They knew I needed it. They put it out there. So I, I like that one. Um, so don't sleep on this. Add to your Amazon positions. I like Amazon here. It's just on the long term, it's just hovering around that 200 day. And you're going to regret not buying this one long term, I think. Um, you know, over the, the long period of time, even if we look at a monthly on this one, uh, it's just pulled back a little bit. Hanging around. When was the last time you had the chance to buy Amazon at the 50 day? Uh, it was all the way back here in uh, during the um, the housing crisis of 2008. That's the only other time it's dipped down uh, to that 200 day. This entire year of 2022, you could have bought Amazon under that 50 day. I was loading up on Amazon. It's a great, great one to hold long term. Um, this list of slides from Instagram. I want you to subscribe to the newsletter just so you can get this link. This is just a, a, a fantastic list of slides. You got your cheat sheet, U.S. retirement accounts. These are different types of accounts that you want to know which ones you're eligible for. Uh, this is the Roth IRA. Uh, the contribution is $7,000 in 2024. If you are eligible to do this, you absolutely need to do this. That's a great chart. Index fund, cheat sheet, Vanguard. It's a list of four Vanguard funds. Fidelity, list of four Fidelity funds. Do your research. These are just VOO and, ch and chill. That, that's essentially what this is. Here's your six ETFs to build wealth. It's uh, VOO, QQQ, VTI, VXUS, SCHD, VNQ. It's a great list. Again, this is a fantastic list of slides. Here's the sectors with their, their corresponding stocks. Great list. I mean, this is just, this is the, the, the CMG venture. This is an account you want to follow. They do a fantastic job on Instagram of just outlining all of these slides. I really, really like this stuff. Low yield, medium yield, high yield, Enbridge Realty Income. Dividend growers, five years of dividend growth of over 10%. Starbucks, Home Depot, Broadcom. It's a great list of slides. Again, when, when in doubt, zoom out. Stock market has seen plenty of major sell-offs over the past 100 years. Look at that. But it's still upward, still upward trending. So don't worry about it. That is just an amazing list of slides. I really, really like that list of slides. Let's get to the social request. Ton Lee from Facebook. Yo, douche. <laughs> I like when people call me a douche. If you have a moment, I was curious. Uh, uh, you have your main algorithm on a four-hour chart. Have you compared how your algorithm would work on the daily chart? If the question is beneficial to others, feel free to share it. So here's what it is. So let's take, I'm going to take my favorite stock, Apple. We're back in the negative on Apple. And we're going to run it in the four hour, okay? All I would have to do uh, is change this to a daily chart. And it won't, let me see. We're going to test this on the daily. Um, this on the daily, here you go. Uh, over a thousand candles, it makes you 190% versus 133%. Uh, if I go back to four hours, let's see, uh, this makes you 32% versus 2.6. The only thing that, that changes in that analysis is that, uh, it, it, uh, this episode is brought to you by La Quinta by window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It changes, you know, just the calculation. So have I d- looked at it on the daily? Yes. Remember, it's the algorithm is just um, moving averages. It, it's basically indicators and moving averages. It's a combination of when you get in, uh, you know, MACD, uh, when it's bullish, uh, and when you get out, when the moving averages tell you to get out, this has no uh, time constraint. You could absolutely do the algorithm on a daily and test it. Uh, when we built this, four hours seemed to be better. And the reason four hours seemed to be better was it reacts quicker. And and what we didn't want to do, we didn't want five minute, we didn't want one hour, because we wanted to go about our day. Both myself and Steve, we were retired. We didn't want text alerts every other hour. We tried five-minute charts. We tried doing that. We were getting texts. It was too busy. So four-hour algorithm gives us texts at one o'clock in the afternoon, and it gives us, I'm sorry, 12, it might be 12.30, but I I think it's one o'clock in the afternoon, and it's four o'clock in the afternoon. It might be 12.30 and uh, four. That might be what it is. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's twice a day. And you get alerts whether you buy or sell. And and I've set up those alerts for certain stocks. Apple is one of them. So uh, on this day, um, you know, if I if I moved it to daily, it would just give me an alert on a daily. Uh, I don't know how it performs, but when I tested it out before, it didn't perform as well. Remember, as you go up, it's going to be reacting slower. So if I were to do a 65 minute, you know, one of the things I provide you in the uh, when you sign up for TrendSpider is a 65 minute algo, and the 65 minute algo is just based on an eight day EMA. That's it, plain and simple. Buy under the eight day EMA, sell over the eight day EMA. Now on uh, Apple, over eight months, you make 12 percent. If you bought and held over eight months, you've made five percent. So the algorithm on 65 works. Does it work on a daily? I don't know. But I like to trade on this one. And this one has you out. It doesn't It doesn't have you in. It's going to get you in very soon. I can tell you with that MACD crossing up, I think we're looking at an oversold stock here and I think it's going to move up. So I, I, I don't know that uh, the, the time frame really matters um, as far as the return goes. Uh, I do back test it and I look at it. I don't look at it as doing better when we did build this. Uh, I haven't gone back recently and looked at it, but if you want to do that at TrendSpider, you can absolutely do that. You just change, uh, and, and it's easy to build. And if you can see this, I don't think you can see this, but if you're in TrendSpider down below, there's entry conditions and there's exit conditions. And and for this 65-minute algorithm, the, the entry condition is just enter when the price of the 65-minute closes greater than the previous, uh, than the EMA, the 8-day EMA. And for the exit, price closes less than the EMA, 65 minute. And you can change that to the daily and see what it does. So I think it, it, I have tested it. If you have TrendSpider, you can test it. I'm not going back and testing it. 
took me forever to freaking write that algorithm uh, and to perfect it. It is so simple. We tried everything for it, and I've done enough testing that I trust it. I trust it, uh, you know, with, with a lot of my stocks. So I, I just don't think, you know, I, I'm not in the, the the sense that, hey, I have to go back and I have to, uh, you know, uh, perfect this one. I just like it. It makes it simple. It's part of why I don't do options. I like simple. I like easy. And, and the four hour, I trusted enough. We back tested it over enough candlesticks and enough time that I just trust it. It's not going to time the bottom. It's not going to time the top. If you find a, uh, a an upward moving stock that occasionally pulls back, that's where the algorithm fits. And it just takes emotion out of your trade. It is not optimized whatsoever. It is just something for me that works. It makes me feel comfortable. So, but again, um, uh, Tan, if you want to t- sign up for TrendSpider and you can do that, you can absolutely do that. Nice and easy. And that, that's the benefit of signing up with me is you get that algorithm, you get that those uh, examples, and you hit the ground running. Uh, TrendSpider is overwhelming. Uh, I got an email from one of the subscribers who said, hey, I'm a little bit, you know, I, I think I made a mistake in signing up. I said, no, it is overwhelming. You have to put in the work. It is not something where you plug and play. I've been on it for years. Uh, I started uh, TrendSpider in 2020. I've been charting for years before that, not as aggressively as I have in TrendSpider. But understand, I have been on this platform for years. So I have tinkered with this algorithm. I am just comfortable with it. I will continue to pay the yearly fee. Well, I don't pay the yearly fee anymore as an affiliate. But I would pay, you know, again, I've, I've gone over this plenty of times. In my mind, the two things that I would pay for, there are three things that I would pay for as a listener of this, but the two things that I personally would pay for is Seeking Alpha and and TrendSpider. Between those two things, under $500 a year, I would find absolute 100% value in under $500 for my size portfolio. It's what works for me. Point of this podcast is to find out what works for you. If that works for you, that's a great thing. Again, if you listen to me, the third thing that I would pay for is my my newsletter. Just because if you do want to follow me and you want to learn from me, I think those are the three things where you could absolutely enhance your uh, portfolio. So Scott from uh, Facebook, RKLB and RRRX are two of Shea Boulard's. You guys know on um, on Twitter, I like Shea Boulard. I had on my watch list, uh, they both gapped down. Uh, what do you? Th- what do I do now? Seems like a small cap could go up significantly on one day. Just retracement. Should I wait? I'm not an expert in these. I do trust Shay in that you know if they do gap down um, or gap up, you know in this case Rocket Labs, uh, if they gap up, these are you know small cap stocks. They're not. They're these are growth. It, it's not something that you want to get into and and think of. You know if you want to trade them. Scott, my, my guidance would be, what did you want from these stocks? If you wanted something where it was just, um, you know, hey, I'm going to buy and I'm going to trade it, sell it. If you've got a profit, look, I took I took uh, profits in SQQQ. You know, I wanted it bigger, but I'd, I'd look at this one and I'd say, hey, the 50-day is starting to move positive, kind of trading around there. I'd put my stop losses in so that you don't gap down. But on the four-hour on this one, um, and I know you've got TrendSpider, so the four hour on this one, it has you in at 547. You're at 553. Kind of capitulating there. Um, I don't know what his price targets are. Shea is a pretty good 
Um, he puts his price targets out there. If he's still holding, I believe in him. And I think Rocket Lab is one that you could probably, you know, uh, if he believes in it, I believe in it. Uh, RKLB. Uh, this one is an aerospace and defense, $2.6 billion market cap. They are not making money. Uh, they have $0.59 cents per share. They have about 475 They have about two years of runway, it looks like. Um, most of these last year were initiated. The average target price is $7.92. You do have a downward trend here, so you'll probably stop up there at about six seventy one or so. Um, I would say that would be your resistance point. Um, you can see people are selling nothing really huge. This was a president and CEO sold on September 11th. Aerospace and defense, dude sells on September 11th, 20,000 shares at 562. Wow. 20 million, $20 million worth. Whew, that's a big one. Uh, let's look at RXRX. Um, but again, I, I think Shay, if you're asking me what you do, I don't know what you do because these aren't stocks that I would typically pick. Um, you know, Shea has a different, a significantly different strategy than I do, but I am seeing RK, RXRX. I mean, you're still in as far as the algorithm goes on this one. This one's a solid, solid mover. I mean, if you got in on this one, uh, based on Shea in November and you're up, you're up 113%, you know, and, and your MACD is about to cross up again. So, uh, I would, I would definitely be st- still bullish on this one. What you got to worry about is the, the turn back. So, you know, but again, Scott, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not my not my cup of tea, not my my stocks. I don't know too much about these stocks. Uh, my guess is that if you've made money and you're getting nervous, if you lose sleep, remember, uh, you know, part of the rules of the podcast. If you lose sleep over this stuff and you're worried, sell. I I was worried yesterday on a five minute chart on SQQQ. I sold. I sold. Let's see what SQQ do, is doing right now. Uh, we'll look at that one before we go on with the the other one. SQQQ is at 1460. So it's kind of button hooking back. Uh, you know, I sold at 1457. Uh, could, should I have held on and, and waited a little bit? I was going to sell it today anyway. So again, if you lose sleep, um, Shay is a guy I know, you know, from following him on Twitter and following him on Savvy Trader. I mean, he's got balls of steel. This dude is willing to pour money in. And he's a great investor. And last year, he killed it. Most growth investors killed it last year. How they did in 2022, another story. You've got to be able to sleep at night and you've got to be able to put up with that that uh, that crazy, um, you know, up and down. Amber, love your podcast. Learning a ton. Thank you. Wanted to get your thoughts on MDB, MongoDB. Been negative all week and now seeing a ton of insider sales. Would love your take. Let's see. I like MongoDB. It's a database program, um, so- software. Uh, I like this company overall. I do think that it's expensive. Uh, we can see it on the algorithm. The algorithm got you out with a 6% loss here. How you had a loss in November and December, I don't know. I don't know why you would get in at that 413 uh, or get out at this 13. I think this is one that you probably want long-term. And when we look at a weekly... You kind of just had that golden cross. Um, I don't think it's a, you know, oh my God, I've got to get into this one because I think the valuation is a little crazy. Look at that. Uh, that MACD is up above the oscillator. The RSI is in no man's land at 49. Uh, we can look at some of the fundamentals. MDB here is do, 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 software infrastructure. Uh, they have a $26 billion. I mean, they they got enough money. They have $26 per share. 
uh, of cash on hand. They're losing 185. You probably want to be in this when they start making money. You can see the double top right there at 435. You're trading at 364. Average target price 460. Uh, just recently, this week, UBS downgraded them to 410 uh, from a buy to neutral. Uh, November, Wells Fargo overweight. They have a $500 price target. So significantly up. Um, you know, from where we are at today, year to date so far in the past, what, three days, they're down 10% performance over one year, 94. This is just pulling back from a great November, December. That's all this is doing. Look for this one to probably hit about this point. Uh, I would say this cross right here at 330 might be your absolute bottom. If you are interested in this name, Amber, start adding to it. Um, I, again, I continue to think that we are bullish for the long term. So this would be one that I would say, Hey, uh, if you're interested in it, I trade it, but I would say long term, you can see these insiders, January 3rd, January 3rd, um, the director, chief revenue officer. I mean, you know, here's January 2nd. They've had a ton of people selling. So that's why you're seeing it being brought down. Are they selling because it's just too high? You know, at 400. I mean, you can see this is just since November. I mean, these dudes are selling a ton of shares since November. Um, worries me a little bit. What do they know? When's their next earnings date? Uh, let's see. Their next earnings are March. So I don't think they know anything. I think they're just taking the advantage. I mean, if you were holding or you were gifted shares uh, in November of last year uh, or two years ago, and you were gifted at 174 and you've doubled that money and you've seen it go up like that. Uh, I think these guys are just getting into their profits. I mean, it's it's not a, a super, super old company. Uh, let's see, let's look at when they IPO'd. It was back here in 2017. So I think they're just taking profits. I don't think there's any that I wouldn't look into it. Let's look at Seeking Alpha. Um, MDB on Seeking Alpha. Because I think this one, again, I think I, I brought this up before this company. I, I think it's in my watch list on um, on TrendSpider. You can see Quant says 3.44. Wall Street says buy. Uh, seeking out analysts say hold. Uh, the most recent one, December 21st, said sell. Decelerated income rating downgrade. Um, if, you, if you're not a Seeking Alpha member, Amber, and you want to read this, this particular one from Thursday, December 21st, I'll gift it to you. Just message me. They are ranked 13 out of 25 in their industry. Um, here are the other ones that are ranked. Okta, I've traded before. Wix, I've traded before. GoDaddy, I've traded before. Twilio, I've said I love Twilio. Twilio is one that I really, really like. So MongoDB, I, I like it. I just don't think that, you know, for long term, I think you play that pullback like you see it now. I like that one. Hari from, uh, from uh, Spotify. Your thoughts on Rivian for 2024? My thoughts are that's a damn nice truck. And I don't know. I'm debating. Uh, Cybertruck didn't blow me away. The uh, I do have to still go see it in person. Uh, it's a little more skimpy on the inside than I would like. And I, I'm tempted to buy a Rivian over the Cybertruck. But I will wait for the Rivian to integrate NACS charging, which I think is next year, into their trucks. I don't want the adapter. I don't want to carry a freaking adapter. I want the NACS built into the truck. Um, and Rivian, for me, is, is the next best to Tesla as far when it comes to that. Uh, I think it's a $30 stock. 
Uh, it is overvalued, even at its price right now. Right now at 33, I can't tell you what it's going to do in 2024, but I do think when we get that face-ripping rally, I think you see stocks like this just take off. Are they going bankrupt? Absolutely not. Uh, this is a company that has enough cash right now. They just did a bond offering. They didn't do more shares. Uh, they're still losing money. Uh, it is down 16% year to date. Last year, over the last year, it's up 11%. Uh, I just think they're not, they're not going anywhere. They've got enough business to be able to stay around. The problem is this is a cash, uh, a capital-heavy investment. Uh, and and that's, that's where you're getting into this. Everybody thought this was going to be the next Tesla. The valuation, I mean, retail just went crazy for this one. And, and the all-time highs, if we go back and we look at a weekly on this one, since it seems like you want to uh, invest in this long-term, you go back to a weekly, this was $180, $200 stock uh, at, at its height, um, you know, $179, way back here in November 2021. Um, and, and it's just been down ever since. So I, I think it's a $30 stock. If you want to buy it at 19 I don't think it's a crazy thing to buy at 19 uh, If you want to time this pullback and you don't want to listen to the algorithm, the algorithm just made you 23%, got you out. I probably would have gotten out once it started to capitulate up here at 23 but it got you out around 20 It's at 19 now. Uh, do I think it's coming back down here to 16 Probably. I mean, if we just look... Uh, you did not have enough uh, volume. We're going to pull this back to when it was trading um, back in October 2023. This was trading at 25. It topped out here at 25 twice. So we're just going back to, I can even pull it back here. We're going to pull it back to September 2023. This is where it was trading right around that, that top where it got to and then got rejected. So 25 definitely seems to be a place where it's hiding. Well, when we look at these volume levels, we're going to pull this back. Where are the majority of people holding? They're holding down here at 16. It's going to get pulled back down to 16. Uh, these people are going to start selling as it gets there. This is going to shrink down, and that's going to mean these people who are still holding up here are either going to sell for a loss or they're going to hold until it gets back up there. And so if we even pull this volume back further, let's just go back to where it popped over here um, at the $30, closer to $27, uh, which was July. Nobody's holding up here. Nobody's holding above this $25 range. There's very few people uh, that have bought and have held in there. But the majority of people are still down here. So I think you're coming down just based on volume. I think you're coming down to this 16 level. So I would play this in a range. And the range that I would play this in is probably down here at 16. And I'd probably sell, to be honest with you, anytime you get over 20. But I do think that at some point in time, it's a $30 stock. There's my thoughts, Harry. Uh, it, it's it's just overvalued. Uh, it's a capital-intensive business. I don't think they're going to dilute shareholders, but that's a tough hill to climb. Um, Paycom, Steph uh, from YouTube wants me to look at Paycom. We've looked at this a little bit. Um, the chart is crazy. You've had a couple of gaps down here based on earnings. The first gap back here on August when they reported earnings. This was a gap from 365 down to 333. And then you go sliding down uh, to the next earnings where you're now trading at 244. And you gap down again from 244 down to 157. You're trading at 200 today. 
<coughs> excuse me, the algorithm gets you out with a 15% gain. So it does not have you in right now. Um, if we, and I'm going to pull this volume shelf over here to where we started gapping down, uh, right on the earnings there on August 1st, we're going to look where are the majority of people holding? They're holding down here at 146 to 162. Okay. You've got a volume shelf kind of building around between 173 and 200. This 200 to 235, nobody's holding. There is nobody in this range because you gap down. So there's nobody holding in this range. So to get above this, they've got to start building some volume. And right now they don't have volume. That MACD is crossing down. The RSI is at 48. I don't think it's a horrible thing. If you want to take a look at this for the next earnings on February 6th, that's the big question is what do they do on February 6th that's going to bring it back up? You can see we're in a downward trend with that 50-day on the long term. The 200-day is starting to turn negative. We've rejected that 200-day a couple of times here um, back in January of 2023 and August, uh, August of 2023. So I, I don't know much about this one. Let's look at some. I think they're losing money if we looked at it on Finviz correctly. Uh, no, they're actually making money, but their PE is high. I mean, you know, let's look at ADP, which is the uh, uh, the other staffing company, I guess, 27, and, and Paycom is 33. That That's a little bit expensive. Uh, what are they providing that, that's giving them uh, the growth to 33? Uh, they have a 0.05% dividend. They were down over the past year, 34%. Year to date, they're down 4%. Average target price is 196 and you're trading at 198. Most recent uh, today, Jeffrey's downgraded them to 195. November 7th, UBS said, hey, we're positive on this one. It's 235. November uh, Bank of America said, hey, we're b- down them to 185. So obviously analysts are pulling this one down. Let's go over here and let's look at Paycom, uh, P-A-Y-C, over in um, in Seeking Alpha. Quant says strong sell. I trust that Quant. I mean, again, th- this Q3 sell-off was, uh, was justified. Um, this guy on December 8th said, hey, buy. Let's look where it was December 8th versus uh, versus now. We'll go December here. December 11th, we were trading at between, looks like the high was 207. The low was 186. So this dude said, hey, it was justified. And he's buying. He hasn't made any money. He hasn't made any money since then. Um, you know, the, these guys say, hold, hold, hold. Um, it, right now it's 32 out of 35 in the ranking. So, uh, the top one is Upwork. Uh, I would probably look at Upwork before I'd look at Paycom. Uh, Fiverr is another one in this one. Paychecks, P-A-Y-X, I've traded before. Um, yeah, there's a great list here of, of some of these ones if you want to take a look at them. But I, I'd probably stay away and, and not necessarily think that, hey, I'm going to get a, a bargain in this one. There's something wrong. Those Bollinger Bands are wide open. You're still trading in the middle of these Bollinger Bands and in a downward trend. I'd probably stay out of it. I think there's better places for your money. Uh, Scans. Energy sector. BTU. This is Peabody Energy. This is coal. Uh, Eh. I mean, it's it's just, I, I'm not a big fan. They sell their coal basically to China. China's in de- uh, need of a, a huge amount of coal. China's, you know, th- that's who's this main uh, customer, I think, of Peabody. Eh, 
It's okay. It's trading up there at high. You're not going to get a ton on this one. Uh, BITO. This is uh, the Bitcoin shares that uh, ARK is trading. I have not traded into this. It's trading at 2126. Um, we're just seeing the MACD. Again, remember my algorithm. The, the, every scan that I do is based on the algorithm. And um, right here, you're just seeing it kind of fluctuate. You had this great MACD run. The RSI is just kind of hanging out in no man's land. The, the MACD crossed up again. So it, it might be another second leg that you could get into BITO. One moment, I probably need to sneeze. Oof. But PDD. Okay, I didn't sneeze. PDD. Pinduoduo. China. Eh, I'm not crazy about it, but it's in uh, NASDAQ 100. This is one if you want to get into it. I think Pinduoduo actually owns Timu. Um, another one with crypto. GBTC. Another MACD cross-up. Uh, GBTC on the algo is 80% up. You're even higher than that right now. Maybe another leg. Look at that divergence where you're going down in the, uh, in the MACD, but you're going up in the price of the stock. So divergence, just you know, different different directions. QuantumScape, we talked about QuantumScape in the algorithm has a buy. I would probably stay away just because you've seen it uh, buy at nine thirty five. It is going to lose you money. The algorithm loses you fifty nine percent versus losing fifty eight percent buy and hold. Uh, I don't think that this one's worth it, um, but it is in my list, so I figured I'd put it in there. And finally, Medtronic, MDT. Uh, this is, these are the guys that do the ventilators during the COVID stuff. They got a huge bump up. Uh, they have been not loved since, but they're getting some love now. And the algorithm, uh, 72 was the buy on November 13th. You're up 18%. Anything in the healthcare sector has just been flying uh, through this November, December timeframe. Here's the reason why. It was so beaten down. Now, their earnings kind of justified the beat down uh, as they slid down a little bit doesn't justify that big of a one it's just beaten up so do i think you get in now i don't know i mean pe's 27 it's back up there average target price is 90 you're trading at 84 not a huge thing i think that that average target price is probably where you're gonna hang out so remember uh the the this weekend i'll be doing a paid newsletter and it will be about these things and divergence. I will, Mike, I will put divergence in there as well. Uh, if you have any questions, you can hit me up on any of the uh, socials. Remember, TrendSpider special offer. This is the best offer that you'll get. I think the $400 is over. I will have another special offer if you're waiting to get in. Seeking Alpha, you get 50 bucks off if you click that. Weeble, I can't tell you how much I love this app. Get into Weeble, put a thousand bucks in there, 500 bucks. Do whatever you want, put a hundred bucks in there. Uh, get some free stocks. That's what I did. You get some free stocks when you sign up. Uh, the newsletter, that's the link down there. If you're paying anything more than $20 per month, $25 per month for your phone service, you'd probably switch over. Uh, there's no long-term contract, nothing. You can get it for $20 a month for the first 24 months. Any of the socials, you can hit me up there. I will see you guys Monday. Uh, have a great weekend. And for the paid customers, again, send me messages. Talk to you later. Bye. and fears.